Coming up, the team tells you about our favorite moments from 2013, and we'll have the show we recorded as part of our Dizapalooza weekend. All coming up from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode 664, for the week of December 10th, 2013. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Let them make your next Disney vacation your best Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming to you live from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Werner. Joined at the table this week by my good friends, Dustin West. Hello. From California, the host of our Disneyland edition, Tom Bell, Teresa Eccles, Kathy Whirling, and back in the production nook, Craig Williams and Sean Thompson. <laughs> what? He did a weird little smile, <laughs> Craig. <laughs> no, okay. Um, well, welcome to the show, everybody. Um, for uh, Dustin and I, this yeah. is our last show of the year. Yeah. Uh, we're leaving for California tomorrow for our next Adventures by Disney Backstage Magic trip, the 83rd one I'm doing. Um, <laughs> it was 85. No. But uh, no, it uh, turns out I will not be on the February trip because I'm uh, going to be laid up. I'm going to have back surgery, apparently. So yeah. um, I'll be out of commission for about uh, two months. I don't know. Uh, actually, this may be my last show for a couple months. I don't know. But. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's fun. That's Merry Christmas to me. Um, but uh, very excited about California. Very excited about uh, being out there. I have never been to Disneyland at Christmas time. Oh, wow. Really? really? Nope. I have for never Christmas. made it out there for Christmas. Wow. Me either. Um, that has been a, you know, that's something every year I say, I've got to get out there. I've got to get out there. But yeah. just doesn't seem to happen. So this year, very, very excited. And, of course, uh, we're doing it. Again next year at this time. Uh, actually, we have three trips next year. Uh, the February trip, which still has openings, if anybody's interested in joining, it has one more now. Uh, but uh, we have uh, we have space in the February trip. Few slots left, not many. And then, of course, uh, we have our July and December ABD backstage magics, and those are sold out. The December one, the December ones, they sell out like that. Really? Oh my! Yeah, uh, those well, sell out in minutes. Well, I know. Craig was just out there along with Tom covering all the Disney stuff, and we got a lot of videos. Some great stuff on on our YouTube page, um, which has really gotten me excited. You know, I've heard about Christmas in Disneyland, um, but I've never been able to have the chance to actually experience. So I'm I'm really excited. Craig, to see Craig's uh, ride through of the haunted mansion with the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay oh, is right. absolutely yeah. brilliant. It's such a great video. Uh, I can't believe how good it came out. They they plussed it up a little bit this year, so Did it's kind of nice. Yeah. Oh, it, really, it, it was wonderful before. Yeah. You've had a chance to do that stuff. Mm-hmm. Lucky. I you went, went at Halloween. I went you? at Halloween yeah. a couple oh. years ago. That's right. You went out to uh, cover uh, a Halloween party. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> I loved their haunted mansion with the overlay. Well, speaking of uh, Diz events happening early in the year, I uh, want to let everyone know the Chicago Diz Meet to raise money for Give Kids the World will be the weekend of January eighteenth. We will have information and links on the show notes page, disunplugged.com. And I believe that's Martin Luther King weekend. Oh, I believe so, yeah. So um, if you're in the Chicago area, 
and uh, I know they're going to be planning something at uh, the museum to go see the uh, the Disney Archives uh, exhibit that's happening out in Chicago. So that should be cool. And uh, like I said, unfortunately, that I won't be out there for that. That'll be the first one of those I'm missing because, uh, like I said, I'll be cutting into my back. Oh, just yes. makes me so excited. Um, <laughs> this is how I'm dealing with it. I'm really very nervous about it, but um, just reminding myself that it's you know not major surgery, but it's right. still it'll know, all be fine. It'll be, yeah, yeah, it's all very new right now, you know. So yeah, just give it some new yeah. techniques or well, new? no, new just new information. Like oh, you know, I'm new procedure. Up until <laughs> up until I saw the surgeon yesterday, I decided I wasn't going to do it because my you know I've had a couple of doctors telling me it was probably a good idea, but then. The surgeon kind of showed me what was going on, and I'm like, okay, well, I got to do something about that. Yeah. So, but yeah, you know, fortunately, I know some people that have had similar surgeries done, and I have an idea of what to expect. And you okay. know, it's what you do, getting older. Yeah. You know, it'll improve your quality of life. Well, my quality of life isn't bad now. It's just yeah, but your pain level, and I mean, yeah. well, it's help. not even it's not even the pain level; it's the numbness in the leg. It's the fact that oh. I'm. Weakness and numbness in the in the right leg is what. So it'll all be is. better. It'll be so good. hopefully, yeah. Hopefully. Okay. But um, so the Chicago meet the weekend of January eighteenth. My birthday. Is it? Yeah. Why did I think you were in March? Oh, my girls are in March. Okay, maybe that's why. Don't know why you would think that. No, January. <laughs> I don't know. All my life. I have to tell. <laughs> I have to tell you time. how beautiful your girls are growing up. Um, oh, I saw them Friday oh, night. Lord. Yeah. Lord, beautiful children. Growing up. Beautiful children. Sad, scary. So, yeah. Well. Yeah. But um, I know we did some... Uh, what we're doing is we're kind of doing this live lead-in. Uh, we're not doing the news here. Uh, we have the news coming up for you in a little bit with uh, our show from Dizapalooza, which was a huge success. We had about 400 people uh, show up. and uh, But it was like... You know, the party started, and the next thing I knew, it was like 15 yeah. minutes before it was over. Yeah, right. it went by so fast. It went by so fast. But everybody seemed to have a great time. And I want to thank everybody who uh, uh, made donations to Give Kids the World. What we, uh, Tara DeBona, one of our, uh, our, our big listeners and good friends, uh, who's uh, the coordinator of the, one of the coordinators for the New England uh, Diz Meets, uh, had asked everybody to uh Take a look at the list that Give Kids the World puts out of items that they need um, for the kids and to uh, make donations of those items in lieu of birthday presents for me. And I thought that was awesome. And I could not believe the amount of donations. I think we got almost $3,000 worth of, of items. Wow. Um, plus, people were giving money and it was wonderful. I mean, we they raised took a, a load of stuff down and I have a, a bin of donated items to take down to there this week. That, that was awesome. That was awesome. And so we had a great time. I hope everybody who joined us had a great time. Um, also want to let everybody know that we have added a new forum to disboards.com dedicated to Royal Caribbean. Uh, this is really the first time that I've allowed a forum not directly related to Disney in a trip planning capacity on, uh, on disboards. Um, we add forums to the Diz based on feedback. People tell us, you know, can you add this? Can you add this? And we've gotten the request for Royal Caribbean for the last couple of years, especially since the economy went south and people still wanted to cruise, but they were finding Disney Cruise is a little too expensive. And I was just kind of back and forth on it. And I just noticed like the last six months, we've gotten so many requests for it. 
So we decided to give it a try, and we've got that uh, that forum up now. We'll have a link to that in the show notes page as well. And, uh, you know, Disney Cruise Line is still the platinum standard for me. Um, you know, where I like Royal is just, uh, for me personally, it's the casinos. Yeah. I can gamble in the casino. And I gamble a lot in the casino, and now they're sending me the emails. Come back. Mm. <laughs> Here, we'll give you a stateroom. Bring your checkbook. Um, but uh, so if you're interested in Royal Caribbean and uh, want to ask some questions or get some information, that will be a great place to go. So that's what I have in housekeeping. Does anybody else have anything? I just wanted to say thank you to all the people who came out for my figment meet. <gasps> you weren't there, but. Oh, I, <laughs> I wonder why. There was actually a line when we got there, but we had yeah. about 30 people show up. And I probably, had, I probably had that many people that sent me emails and texts that they wish they could be there in spirit so it was fun we sang part way through the ride so i want to thank everybody who did you sing yes sing what the figment the imagination oh, oh. oh dear lord okay we filled up you the weren't wearing you weren't car. wearing a diz shirt or anything identifying you with us right when you were no, doing this okay no. thank you i was wearing my figment outfit yes oh you have like a stuffed figment outfit or? No, i okay. have a figment shirt oh, i okay, had my okay. figment ears okay um I uh, I just want to I want to find this email. There is something that uh, where was that email that we got yesterday? I meant to have this up. Um, I'm going to find it and read it. But um, a couple of weeks ago, um, I made a offhanded comment in passing, uh, talking about being uh, I was in Publix and the woman uh, checking me out oh, right. uh, had said something about me being retired and. Uh, I somewhere in the conversation, I made a comment about Tourette's and received this very nice uh, email from one of our listeners whose son has uh, has Tourette's. And uh, I want to sincerely apologize for that comment. You know, it was one of those things that I wasn't thinking. And uh, that happens a lot, unfortunately. Um, I think I get better as I get older, but sometimes things still slip out. And it was insensitive, and I apologize. And uh, I just wanted to make sure that uh, I acknowledge that Dustin is handing me uh, the email here. Actually, I'm not going to be able to read that, so why don't you do that? So I'd like to. I'd like you to hear this email because it was so well, uh, so well said. And uh, would you like me to read it yeah, in its entirety? I, it's uh, it's from Justin. Um, hello, podcast team. First. Thank you for putting out such wonderful material. As a Disney lover who happens to live in uh, Maine, your podcasts keep me connected to Disney World and help bridge the gap between trips. I want you to know that I am not not certifiably insane, and and I thought long and hard before writing this email. Here we go. I was catching up on some old episodes and heard Pete talk about an experience at Publix where his cashiers his cashier thought he was retired. Although a funny story, the punchline was that his public that his Publix has Tourette's. Again, trying not to be completely insane, I pride myself on not taking life or myself too seriously, but the throwaway line struck a nerve. I know that Pete meant nothing by it. I get that your support of Ben and Ferris and Give Kids a World demonstrates your kindness and empathy, but the comment, although not malicious, continues a stereotype that is hurting people. My 11-year-old son, Theo, has Tourette's syndrome, and it sucks. It sucks for him, and it's really hard to watch for me and others. Tourette's is inherited. Neuro, uh, Tourette's is inherited neurobiological disorder and is characterized by involuntary sudden movements and vocalizations known as tics. A common misconception is that those affected curse uncontrollably. In fact, less than 10% of those affected have what is known as 
coprolalia. I guess that's what he means when people curse. I hemmed and hawed about writing you, and because I don't want to be that guy who is uber-sensitive and can't take a joke, but I thought about it, and I thought it might be a teachable moment, just as it would be inappropriate to call your publics the autistic publics if you had an experience with a socially awkward or a non-communicative cashier, people should now throw out the Tourette's label whenever they run across someone who may not have a filter and says whatever comes to their mind. That is not Tourette's. Rude, perhaps, but not Tourette's. Tourette's is little understood, difficult to witness, and it remains one of the few conditions which is acceptable to ridicule. I hope that by bringing this to your attention, you will recognize that it is a serious condition and that those living with it would really like to change the public perception of it. My family will be at Walt Disney World for Marathon Weekend and love a chance to meet you. Theo is a great advocate and can fully uh, explain what Tourette's is, what is not and what it, or what it is not and what it feels like to live with. I am running the dopey, I know, certifiably insane, but please don't <laughs> hold that against me, and raising money for awareness of Tourette's syndrome. I am including a link that talks about the dopey and my amazing son. Again, thank you for the hours of entertainment and information, and I hope this is received in the spirit in which it was sent. I really don't want to be some oversensitive dad just trying to get the, world, the word out. Many thanks, Justin. Well, uh, really, uh, it was such, like I said, a beautiful email and uh, handled probably a lot better than I would have uh, if the situation was reversed, if I'm going to be honest. Um, And and so I I want you to know the message was received. And, uh, you know, it is uh, it is one of those words that I think people don't think about. You hear it all the time. And usually until some kind of awareness like that is brought up. We don't think about it. And this was true after Ferris was born. Um, using the word retarded was, you know, kind of commonplace. Uh, not commonplace, but, you know, it, it, people use the word. Right, and they don't mean it. They, you know, and I realize that people don't mean it to be cruel to people who have uh, Down syndrome or other issues. Uh, it's just not thinking. Um, and, you know, Corey and Julie in particular have been such great advocates in that line, you know, if somebody along those lines, if, if somebody uses the R word, um, they don't get, you know, indignant and they don't, they, they gently remind you to, you know, if you feel yourself starting to say that word, say ridiculous. Um, and I've done that, you know, yeah. and, and it, it, that's what the importance of bringing this stuff out is. And so I wanted to make sure that we spent some real time in the show uh, today talking about that. And also to extend an invitation to Justin and Theo to join us on the show when they're in town in January, if they'd like to. We'd love to have them here in the studio and uh, talk more about it and uh, get that awareness out. So, again, my sincerest apologies to both you, Justin, and, th- and to Theo in particular uh, for being insensitive. And uh, I wanted to make sure we said that. Yeah. So, all right. With that said, unless anything – oh, well, Tom, let's talk about your yeah. – uh, um, Before that, um, I want to mention uh, Nicole Blake – in Tucson, Arizona, is trying to plan a Get Kids the World Disney meet out there. Ooh, in so Tucson, if, love Tucson. So if you're in the Arizona area, look on the on the Disneyland boards. There's a sticky thread talking about it. So give you know give Nicole a message and is she saying dates? Uh, late October next year. Ooh, nice time to go to Tucson. Nice time to go yeah. to Tucson. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I've been out there, but I've been to Tucson before. It's a great setting. Otherwise, it'd be 105 degrees. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's a give, give, it's a give kids the world meat in an oven, um, yeah. basically. And then a quick plug for this week's show: uh, Tony has a review of Carthay. 
and comparing That's it to the his Carthay Circle Restaurant. Carthay Circle Restaurant, <coughs> comparing it to his recent experience at Blue Bayou, so the Battle of In Park Dining, In Park Fine Dining, and then uh, Mary Jo has an interview with Joe Cosgrove, author of Walt Dreamer's Me. So, and then next week will be our final shows for the week for the year. Um, we're doing our 2013 retrospective, and then we have our trip report from our latest personalized planning victim, uh, Allison, who was victim. personalized planning victim. Yeah, um, who was out at Disneyland at the holidays, so we we helped her plan her trip. So she's coming and giving us a trip report. Awesome. So that'll be our last last show of the season, last Thanks. show of the year. And uh, well, like I said, uh, also for Dustin, for Dustin and I, this is our last show of the year. But we are doing a show next week. Uh, John and Kevin are also going to be out in California. So, uh, but uh, Teresa is going to be hosting uh, the show next week. Seriously. And uh, what do you? What do you wear? My apron and everything. <laughs> I think you should. I think you should. I do have a lovely Christmas apron. Have your Christmas apron and like the flower. Like yeah. your hair around your face, looking like you just came out of the kitchen. Because what are you going to be doing? We are going to be um, trying. Well, we're, we're not going to make the cookies on the show, but we're everyone that's coming to the show next week um, have Come been on, assigned um, recipes that our listeners have sent in, and we're going to bring them all to the table, and we're going to sit here and eat cookies and, <laughs> and judge them. So we've got some really the cookies, e- not the people. The, oh, the cookies, not the people. No, no, not the people. <laughs> The cookies. We've got some really um, lots of different types of recipes, so it's it's. I think it'll be. Just fun. remember, yeah. there might be some end user error there, so don't blame the recipe. Blame yourself if it doesn't come. I out won't right. blame me. I'll blame Craig or oh, the ones okay. the other ones that are using. I mean, I picked out the recipes I know I can do. Handed out to others to everybody. <laughs> Teresa, let me tell you, Teresa <laughs> is an excellent baker. I mean, she really, uh, especially for the holidays, boy, you put out some Thank amazing. You. I do enjoy. I need baking. to experience this. You do too. Uh, yeah. Well, if she leaves the cookies here, they're probably not going to be very good by the time we get home. But well, no, um, I've got my own set of fourteen or fifteen that we do every year. Wow! Along with our wow. candy and our, you know, the fudges. Well, right, you the, make the hard candy and the. We fudge. make every. We do it all. And my sister's coming down this year, so you know, and she's like the guru. She puts me to shame. She's like. Actually, she's very critical of my cooking. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I don't want her to come. I don't know. But anyway, next week we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to, you know, talk about our favorites. And I don't know. Can we give out a little prize to the one we like the best? Sure. Okay. Sure. Um, let's see. Okay. Yeah, I'll think of something. Something to do with cookies or, you know, like a, I don't know. Okay. Well, a gift card. Yes. You can, Just a little gift card. You can card give away a prize. Okay. We'll give away a prize. Gave away an awesome prize at uh, the Dizapalooza show. Wow, yeah. Folks will see that uh, directly after directly after this. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Anything else for housekeeping? Anybody? Okay. Oh. I do want to spend a few minutes uh, talking about uh, some of our favorite moments from 2013. In spite of what some comments on the boards uh, have said, we actually did produce some content this year. Um, you know, uh, yeah. no, I'm sorry. I think I, I just have to say that because that really offended me. I'll be honest with you. Um, and uh, I, uh, uh, you know, I don't know. The seven and sevens uh, were remarkably successful segments and I think very informative. Uh, certainly are beyond the parks coverage. Uh, Alani, uh, the Alaska cruise and the backstage magic uh, trip. Um, I think was very content rich. Certainly probably one of the best pieces of content I think we've ever produced was the uh, magic band uh, coverage that uh, in particular Sean and Craig uh, 
uh, spearheaded. Um, a lot of people got a lot of really good information in a concise way about a very confusing issue. Um, and we've had nothing but, but high praise on that. Um, for me, um, those were some of the, definitely some of the highlights of, of this year. Uh, in terms of, uh, uh, you know, the seven and sevens, it was a very different way of doing our hotel reviews. We do have another run of those coming up. Um, it'll be early in the year, probably in February, the next round. Uh, will happen. Um, but if I have to pick one moment for me that was was pinnacle was Hawaii, was going to Alani. Um, it is, in my opinion, the finest Disney resort I, I certainly have ever been to, and I think that probably makes it, in my opinion, the, <coughs> the best in the world. Um, just flawlessly, oh, yeah. flawlessly done, flawlessly run, um, and I am angling like crazy to get back out there next year. Um, to the point where I just like, I, I want to go every year. And, you know, I, I know people say, oh, well, you know, yeah, I want to see Olani, but I want to see the other islands too. And I'd like to see the other islands, but um, I'm dying to go back to Olani. Well, the cool thing is, next time you do go to Olani, there's going to be some new stuff. Because while we were there, there were a lot of things under construction and under rehab. Yeah, they've just opened up. Uh, uh, they opened up a new dining area. They've yeah. opened up expanded ex- their pool area. I think the as pool well. area. Um, but for me, um, that was definitely that was definitely one of the highlights. Certainly, um, uh, other highlights of the year were the Diz meets that we got yeah, to go to uh, yeah. in New Jersey, New England, Nova Scotia, Delaware, Indiana. Um, we did more Diz meets this year, I think, than we've ever done. I hope I didn't leave anybody out there. Um, I think that covers all of them uh, that we did this year. We did Jersey, Mass, Indiana, Delaware, Nova Scotia, Nova Scotia, Nova Scotia. The other, uh, probably a close second to Alani for me, um, in terms of just sheer impact. Um, the it was an emotional. It was very emotional and just gorgeous, 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 gorgeous. Um, I'm hoping that Evelyn is doing it again next year. Oh yeah, and. I really would love to see people go out of their way to make the effort to come up to Nova Scotia for that meet and uh, find out what it is I'm talking about, we're talking about, and we talk about how just amazing Nova Scotia was. Uh, Halifax was just killer. Um, And the meet was amazing because it was... Uh, hundred plus people that had never heard of us. This was Evelyn <laughs> whipping was up support. Bizarre but this show. it gives you. It, but you know what? It, it's exactly <laughs> the sort of thing we asked people to do when we started the whole power of ten promotion, which was find out what you can do in your own community. And you know, we see that with um, uh, you know people raising money doing you know recitals. Uh, Ice cream, yeah. so, making ice cream sodas in mm-hmm. in in uh, uh, grocery stores, yeah. um, finding things in their local community, finding things in within their families, and that was what Evelyn did. It's just that Evelyn knows everyone apparently in Nova <laughs> Scotia, and uh, she got them. She got them to come out and raised raised a lot of money, and we raised a lot of money this year. Plus, it was just, it's always, they're fun. They're just a blast to go to these meets. They are. I do love live shows. I, in the beginning, I didn't. It was like, I don't want to see, I don't want these people to see me. But now it's like. But you're on camera, dear. I know. but They're but, all seeing you. But you don't see them watching you. But in, yeah, right. Yeah, they're not here. Yeah. But now I absolutely love seeing these people. And old friends, that now are our old friends. 
and new for every right, meet exactly. I, I have new friends and new and I consider them friends. Yeah. And it's just it just freaks me out. Yeah, know. Nova Scotia, you know, struck a chord and I feel like that's my family up there now. Not that every other event I feel that way too, but for me this year it was going to the event in Massachusetts because we stayed on the army base where I grew up. Yeah. And when I think of that I still get goosebumps because who would have thought when I was a, a young kid living on this army base that many years later I would come back because, well, first of all, I didn't even know Disney, but to come back to Massachusetts because of Disney and to have so many wonderful friends in the Massachusetts area and to be able to show Katie, finally, it's like the missing link. She got to see where I grew up because my kids had never seen that. So to be there for Disney and for Give Kids the World, you know, and being part of the podcast, that to me was the high point of my year. On a related note, um, I wasn't able to get to any of those, but in June, um, not Diz related, not Diz sponsored, but Cedar Fair had their Coasting for Kids event, and we had twenty Dizzers across the country, like four or five different theme parks for at Cedar Fair, raising. I think we raised. Like almost five fifty five hundred dollars for Give Kids a World wild. in one day, so it was it was fun. Isn't it neat, you know, to think that as part of our job that we can all come together? You you hear so many bad stories in the news and everything, but with you know the Diz here and and Give Kids the World, how we've around the world we've managed to make a difference mm-hmm. for people, yeah. and how awesome is that that we get to to interact with our friends, but we're also making a difference for people with life-threatening illnesses. I was, I was talking to a guy at the pool bar the other night at that Pop Century. They're here on a wish trip. Mm. Um, the daughter's three years old, has a heart condition. Yeah. And they're getting ready for surgery. And they told him, you travel now or you're not going to, probably yeah. not going to have the have the opportunity. They weren't get, able to get into Give Kids a World because it was such short notice. But they're doing seven nights here and then a seven-night cruise. And wow. so it's just, wow. it hit home. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. Yeah. It does. And yeah, you know, we're we're lucky to have jobs in this economy. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. But uh, that we have jobs that allow us to do things like that is one of the things I'm extremely grateful for. Um, and I think you know we we're doing our part, trying to do our part, and we can always do more. And that's how I feel that you know I'm very proud of what we do uh, to help raise awareness and money for Give Kids the World. But <clears throat> you know, I'm always thinking to myself, we can do more. I know you mentioned on the, the, the show we're about to watch, but when Giving Tuesday was last week, I was just sitting there watching the emails yep, from, from all, awesome. for all the people who donated that took time out of their day and donated and raised almost $3,500, which is being doubled by Give Kids the World. They have a um, donor who's going to double all that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Right. That is just so I didn't even awesome. realize that, that they, were, they had somebody doing matching donations. Mm-hmm. And if you go to the Give Kids the World website, they had little videos that if they got to 10000 they had a challenge. Well, I'd sit there and I'd watch them and I'd have tears in my eyes. And when they got to 50000 and you saw that, because that was their goal, they wanted to raise 50000 And they actually raised 60 some thousand nice. dollars that, wow. that day. But it gives you goosebumps to watch the videos. <laughs> it does. It does. Um, it, it just... You know, that stuff is uh, such a great part of, of what we get to do here. And like I said, I'm very grateful for it and uh, very grateful for the community that we have on the site yeah. that, you know, just takes the ball and runs, runs with it. You know, the, especially the folks that are planning these meets, 
um, if you haven't done one, if you haven't planned one, you have no concept of how difficult it is. This is not easy. This is not, oh, let's all put on a, you know, a show out in the barn. Um, there's a lot of coordination. <laughs> you know, especially, that's what they were planning for Tucson. Um, well, you know what I mean. I'm sorry, no, barn. Uh, you know what I mean. Let's put on um, a show. You know, you take a look, especially, um, uh, you know, I'm not taking anything away from anybody else, but in particular, New England meat. Um, is a military operation oh, yeah. uh, the way that's run, and it is brilliant. Indiana, Indianapolis was another one. Well, um, all of I was them. stunned I mean, by Delaware because that was Del- their first yeah. one, yes. and that was so incredibly well yeah. organized. I think, I think James and Denise had a plan in their head. They were a little slow out of the gate because they were doing so much themselves, but when other people got involved and it just took off. Exactly. Um, New Jersey, another one. This was the yeah. first year. Was it really? Second year? second year, I think. I wasn't able to make the first one. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think this was the second year. But that was a huge meet. And they're all so freaking different. Mm-hmm. They are. They, they all, all have their have own the, flavor. Their yeah. own little thing. And what I love is they help each other out. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. they, they, you know, they share, um, you know they, they share tips and what they've learned. And uh, they go to each other's meets. They show support for each other. It's really, really yeah. cool. It's really cool. Another thing, too, when we got to meet all the people at Dizapalooza the other night, how awesome is that, that we get to finally meet a lot of the listeners that we haven't met before? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know about the, you guys, but I never pictured I was going to be standing somewhere and people were going to be running towards me that yeah. they wanted to talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing... The only thing I don't like about that um, is that it feels like you're running for office and shaking hands and smiling. Yeah. Nice to yeah. see you. You don't really have the kind of time in that little two-hour, three-hour window. And you uh, can't to, meet everybody. You can't. And whereas at these meets, especially when they're going on over a couple of days, you do have that time. It's not quite so hectic. The crowds are a little bit smaller. Yeah. And you are able to interact more personally with folks. And, and I love that. I love get, it's how we you talk about the friends that we've made. And mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's how, how do we do it. But I mean, it makes your world so much smaller because now you have friends around the world. Whoever thought I'd have friends like in Nova Scotia? That was something you read about in your geography book. And now I can say, oh, I have friends who live. Oh, it's the same thing. Like I said, you know, going over to uh, England for New Year's Eve. And uh, uh, I've. Uh, you know, got we. I've got friends over there that I'm yeah. you know, going to get together and have lunch with or whatever. And um, so, I mean, it's really all, all from all from this. So, um, what else? What about for you, Teresa? What was your highlight? Would you say was your highlights for this year? There was a lot. I really liked the limited time magic things that that Disney was doing. But a personal highlight for me, I think, and it's kind of corny, was the videos that Kathy and I did. They were fun. It got us out of the out and about and sort of Kathy flying off the bike <laughs> nobody got hurt it was a little informative you know I mean I just I really had a lot, a lot of fun doing that yeah I like shooting fun. little videos yeah with you know Craig running around trying to keep up with us you mean our son our yes, son we had yes. a whole backstory when we go out to do these videos because <laughs> well, it looks you know how creepy is it here's yeah. this young kid filming these you know women in the parks it was just kind of weird but <laughs> But I enjoyed it. I embraced it. Craig's look. I embraced it. (laughs) That's his look. (laughs) I really like that. That was. I think that was a big part of my. Craig, was that a highlight for you? Uh, Well, look at me. I actually, I've been thinking about my highlight. Um, 
and the whole timeline. And over at Dizapalooza, I actually had a couple people ask me when I actually started because I just kind of appeared with the video show. But I started working with you guys freelance uh, last August in 2012 and then um, started coming on more in February. So just. Oh, you came on full time in January. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, just just being a part of the team, like that's been my highlight of the year because oh, wow. edition i mean i got to do a lot of cool That's stuff so went to sweet. disneyland d23 beyond the parks seven and seven um it's been a busy been year a crazy for you. year it has been yeah. a crazy year for you guys and can we Teresa and i both say we enjoyed meeting sean and craig's parents oh and dustin's parents too because yeah. it's like you see the person and then you see the parents, and it's sort of like... And you, go, oh, and you understand. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> why he's like that. I understand. Yeah, Craig's Craig, parents man. made a point of coming up and introducing themselves to me. They're Th- fine. Thanking me for taking care of him while he was in California. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Sean? Um, yeah, so for me, it was a big year of like Disney first. So I got to go to Alani for the first time uh, in Alaskan Disney Cruise. Um, even my first time on the Magic, but by far the best thing I got to do this year was my first time in Disneyland in yeah. March. I thought you might say that. Yeah, it was just perfect. I fell in love with the park. I absolutely love it out there, and it was just like the perfect experience of seeing it for the first time. We got to go to Club Thirty Three. We got to just see everything, and it, I just remember walking down Main Street, and I just loved it. And you know, it's it, it, it's what I you know have for years <laughs> have been saying to the Walt Disney World fans. It takes nothing away from your Walt Disney World passion or experience. Absolutely not. It it just is a whole nother. It's a mm-hmm. whole nother realm. Yeah. It's a whole nother realm, and that you know, a true Disney fan goes out there. I don't know how you can't love it. Right. Uh, you know, at least for me, I'm. I'm uh, it's. I never get tired of. This is why I love doing the backstage magic trips. You know, people ask me if I get tired of doing them. No. <laughs> yeah, and I was. I was so nice going in March, seeing it for the first time, and then in June, being able to do the backstage magic. So we got to see some of the behind the scenes stuff. We got to go to L.A. to the studios and Imagineering. So it was just like a perfect round, you know, like bundle of things that we got to do. Exactly. Package. Yeah. Package. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. How about you, Tom? Um, as far as show content and things like that, I think my favorite thing was the live shows we did from the D23 Expo with Craig and Craig and Michael and I doing those af- late night late night live shows outside the, outside coverage. the convention center. That was so fun and just the adrenaline going on those on those things was really fun. Um, I think my favorite new thing at Disneyland this year is making the magical map, the new show they have at the Fantasyland Theater. After all the big Cars Land and stuff from before, there was just a few little upgrades this year, and that was one of the one of the highlights. Was the new the new show out there? Um, oh, one of the little time magics, the All Nighter that Kathy mm-hmm. and I did. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Yes, yeah. it was. Gosh, was that this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was May twenty fourth. I can remember standing in front of the camera at Magic Kingdom, like waving to people, and people. You know, messaging me on Facebook. Right. When I see yeah. you, I see you. Right. But it was an awesome <laughs> event. Yeah. There's Kathy standing in the middle of the main street. Come on. <laughs> I know, and people were looking. And Max was there. He was sleeping on the sidewalk. Yeah, you can't get pictures yeah. of Max oh, like, like Magic Kingdom park. homeless. Yeah, <laughs> exactly what he looked like. She sent me the pictures. He's like, a Magic Kingdom derelict. <laughs> it's always there. <laughs> well, what about you, Kathy? What was your highlight or highlights? <sighs> well, you know, pretty much anything that I get to do at Disney, it's a good day. Um, I thought there was some pretty lame limited time magic things, but then oh, I yeah, thought there were. was some really cool things. And one of the ones was the Merida when she became a princess. Mm-hmm. That that was 
Disney really knocked themselves out, but somebody like forgot to turn up the audio, and they forgot to um, think of where to place people as they were coming up the street. But to see like Disney throw a party for an, a new princess, yeah, it was just so cool. It, the the pomp and circumstance. I mean, pretty much me just walking in the gate at any of the parks, isn't it? You know, I just think that's so cool. I said it. It hasn't gotten old. It's going to be 10 years for me in about two weeks that I've lived here. And I still get the goosebumps. You know, I still think I haven't seen it all and done it all yet. And like if I had to, if somebody had to drag me back to Pittsburgh, I'd go kicking and screaming because there's just, (laughs) you know, there's just so many things to do or to see or, um, but the monstrous summer. And I liked when the Dapper Dans and the Main Street uh, Trolley Show did things yeah. that they didn't normally do. That to me was the fun. Boy, the boy bands, yes, the boy, the boy bands. bands. That was cool. Yes. Yeah. And I, a couple of weeks ago, I got um, serenaded going down the street with the Dapper Dance on the the trolley, and that was pretty awesome. I think so. one of the more popular ones at Disneyland was the, they brought back the Golden Horseshoe Review. Yes. So that was that was one of the popular ones. And they other, did. Otherwise, they were they, some of them fell kind of flat. But they did that one in for was it in October? They did it here at our. Um, Diamond Horseshoe, and that's something they should think about doing uh-huh. more of. So, and what about you, Mr. West? Well, I don't think I could uh, agree with you and Sean and Craig more about you know the obvious highlight for me is is beyond the parks going to Hawaii, Alaska, and and the backstage magic and all the travel that we've been doing, like we were talking about with the Give Kids a World uh, meets. But I do have a a few other things that I thought were highlights highlights beyond that for me. Um, first and foremost, this year I think really uniquely uh, uh, new is the Flower and Garden Festival this year was completely different than it had been in the past and that really with the addition of the kiosks with the kiosks and the food um i thought that was brilliant yeah on their part to do that so that really stuck out for me this year also um following two different things the story of lucasfilm um and their acquisition uh by disney and of course disney infinity coming out i think that that was a, a huge thing um, and it's funny that, uh, you know, we've kind of gone around the room and nobody has mentioned uh, Magic Bands or My Disney Experience. as Well, I, I don't know that that's on the top of anybody's favorites list. Yeah. Yet. No. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, but I, I you know, Disney is, uh, I mean, I, I know some people disagree with me on this. I think they have done a very responsible job in the way they have rolled this out. Um, there was no way they were going to roll this out clean. There was no way they were going to roll this out without hiccups and anyone that expected that is just being unrealistic uh but you know uh, i don't think it's i don't think it's at the top of anybody's favorites list just yet but um, my my obvious favorites obviously it's you know the travel and the the uh backstage magic hawaii alaska and all that stuff i just threw that kind of stuff out there because it's unique things that happened this year that really stuck out for me right you know um so yeah that's it for me well i um I'll tell you, I uh, uh, have had, uh, it's been a very busy year. It's been a very busy year for people who don't produce any content. I mean, (laughs) we were really very busy. Um, And uh, I I will say that, uh, you know, uh, so many of the experiences, even though some of them were not a first for me, uh, going to Alani or doing Alaska or Backstage Magic or any of that is not the first time I've done those things. But uh, especially when you get to experience it with people who haven't done it before. 
and you kind of get to live it through their eyes and kind of see that connection when Sean went to Disneyland for the first time in March and you see that and uh, you kind of see how people connect to it emotionally and you're reminded of, of why you do this and, and what's important about this and uh, the way the community comes together to raise money for Give Kids the World and how that has now just become part of our, part of our DNA. It's part of what we do. Yeah. And uh, actually, in the beginning of the year, we have something to auction off that was given to me by uh, uh, some of our listeners. Uh, it is this blanket, massive blanket that is made from old Disney T-shirts and sweatshirts. And it is absolutely gorgeous. I can't tell you how badly I want to keep this. But we're not. I'm not. I'm going to, we're going to auction it off, but I'm going to make sure it goes for a really, really good price. So a lot of work went into this. So we're going to do that in the beginning of the year. But, um, you know, you see stuff like that and, and, and you see the, the community come together and you get a chance to do what we do uh, for a living. And I pinch myself every morning saying, can this be real that I get to do this? And, uh, you know, it's uh, uh, especially given my history and given where I've come from. And uh, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't be able to do this. And so I consider it a gift. And it's a gift that's given to all of us by you, uh, the people who watch, visit, listen, um, support us um, now and for the last 15 years, because we've been, at one level or another, doing this for 15 years now. And, uh, you know, we're, I, I, I never lose sight of that. Um, I do not feel I deserve to be here. I feel I'm blessed to be here. And uh, that is only because of the support and the um, kindness that is shown to us by you. So with that, we are going to go ahead and turn this over to the show that we recorded this past Saturday as part of our Dizapalooza weekend. And uh, from me personally, I wish all of you a very Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year. Thanks for all your support this year. And I will see you again at the beginning of January. But Teresa and the rest of the team will see you next week. <laughs> Thanks very much, guys. Coming up, a Universal Orlando employee is accused of stealing guest credit cards. WestJet Airlines unveils their new Sorcerer Mickey airplane. And a couple purchases Walt Disney's childhood home with hopes of turning it into a museum. Also this week, we'll have Roundtable Rapid Fire and our favorite things for 2013. Coming to you from Disney's Boardwalk Resort in Lake Buena Vista, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. to the Diz Unplugged for the week of December 10th, 2013. We are coming to you from Disney's Boardwalk Resort. And as always, I am joined by my very good friends, Kathy Worling. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa Ackles. Julie Martin. Corey Martin. Kevin Close. John Magi. And of course, our amazing production team, Sean Thompson, Craig Williams, and our producer, Dustin West. Well, it is uh, great to see everybody here. It is, uh, we had a great night last night at Dizapalooza, 
and uh, really enjoyed the party. Really, really enjoyed the party. Of course, we have to give uh, great thanks to John for putting that together again. Um, a tremendous party. Um, but I also want to make sure we give some special recognition to Kathleen Bobbitt, John's assistant. Um, who is... She is invaluable. Is she um, standing? Oh, oh. Wow. Wow. Well, Teresa's going to okay. Yeah. <laughs> Kathleen <laughs> has a microphone. Kathleen will cut you. I know she Kathleen has, with, with all these events, uh, Kathleen is absolutely invaluable. She organizes everything and uh, really takes a lot off of John's plate and uh, I think makes the experience for him uh, a lot more enjoyable. She so does. thank you. Thank you so much, and Kathleen. And she puts up your... with my last minute. Wouldn't it be great if we could... <laughs> and But then she pulls it off. Right. Okay, because he does that to her all the time at the last minute. It would be great if we could like do a meet on the moon and then she like coordinates rockets and NASA. <laughs> wow. Just don't talk to her um, about the post office. Um, I, also, I also do want to thank everyone uh, for their donations last night to Give Kids the World. Uh, we collected, I think I heard about $2,800 worth of merchandise wow. off wow. the Give Kids the World wish list. There's more today. And uh, some more has come in today. Um, we've been asked if people can give some cash donations today and donate other things today. Absolutely. Um, if you have anything you want to give... There's a big box right up here. We're more than happy to take it. Of course, those of you uh, watching online, you can uh, go to our first giving page, links to that, and everything else that we talk about in our show at uh, disunplugged.com. And speaking of donations for Give Kids the World, I'm also happy to say that on Giving Tuesday, this past Tuesday, we raised $3,500. So thanks, everybody, for, for helping out with that. Um, one of the other things I want to make sure I mention, it was a year ago that uh, we first announced that we were going to be uh, doing our show uh, via video. And, of course, our first one was in February. And um, I just want to say thank you to Dustin for his work in putting this, this video strategy together. So we have uh, doubled the size of our audience since February. Um, and that is in large measure due to Dustin's hard work. Uh, in helping figure out how we were going to do this in the first place. So I wanted to make sure I acknowledged that it was a year ago that we announced we were going to do this, and look what we've done. So thank you very much for that, Dustin. Thank you. Um, And uh, I also want to make sure we recognize uh, the host of the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged, who's here with us, Tom Bell. Um, Another show whose audience is is growing uh, week by week. And uh, Tom's happy because he just got a bunch of new equipment. Uh, so I think you're going to see some, some changes on his show coming up. But uh, real excited. It was, a great, it was a great night for us last night. And I think everybody had a wonderful time. We had about 400 people show up for our little party. And uh, John and I are already talking about uh, some different things that we may be able to do um, in the next year or two. Uh, regarding this, and I think uh, we've got some exciting things we're working on. I'm not going to tell you what they are, but uh, uh, we really did. We had a, we had a great time last night, and I just do want to apologize. I know I wasn't fully available last night. My my back was not cooperating uh, too much. Uh, found out uh, the other day they're recommending surgery, um, so I'm not sure where I'm going with that. But the back's been a problem, so I just want to apologize to those of you who were trying to catch me last night, and I was darting off to find some place to sit. Um, 
but uh, I did have I did have a great time last night. My most of my family was there. Uh, Mom is here, by the way. <laughs> she loves when I do that to her. Um, what else do we have in housekeeping? Uh, in conjunction with Dizapalooza, I want to thank uh, a couple of people who have been instrumental in helping us pull it off this year. Alton Bell and his team from Disney Event Services. You guys have heard me say in the past how we've had challenges with some of these events and things haven't always gone smoothly. Uh, Alton was incredible. Really as soon was. as we put it in motion, those guys were responsive and nothing was out of the question and a lot of great um, suggestions that they gave us. Um, it was their idea to do the whole Ben and Darby thing, which I thought was co- really cool. Yeah, that was, they were fun to watch, especially Barbie, how she would walk with <laughs> I feel like slutty Barbie, though. <laughs> That's what we used to call you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Teresa always ruins a beautiful moment. I'm sorry. I'm done. So I want to thank him and his team. They did a great job. Um, I also want to thank our Disney rep, Hunter Robertson. Uh, Really great guy. He came on this year and has helped Dreams Unlimited travel a lot with a lot of things we want to do, a lot of special projects and things. And he arranged this room for us. I don't know if you guys remember me going back and forth saying, we're not going to do a live show. We can't do a live show. We can't find space. Lo and behold, this whole room was open. And Hunter made that happen uh, for us. He made it happen so. and he provided the snacks and everything in the back. So I like to add that he went to LSU also. Just... <laughs> <laughs> The, um, you know, it, we, we will talk, uh, obviously, especially me, uh, will criticize Disney on any number of, of issues. But when we do events like this and we, have, we work, get to work with uh, the cast members that we get to work with and we get to see the very best of Disney and see that the legacy is still alive with some people. And uh, we want to make sure we recognize those people. So a round of applause to everybody uh, on Disney that helped us out. Uh, putting together that party last night and the show today. I really appreciate it. What else do we have for housekeeping? Anyone? Do we know what the highest score was last night? When was I mine. saw it, it was about 288. It was about wow. 288,000. It was probably Anna. She's really good. <laughs> Someone raised their hand. Well, that was Anna. Who's <laughs> <laughs> oh, now rec- ducking down. I, didn't I was just curious. I didn't know. It wasn't me. Oh, Fer- Ferris got 2,500. <laughs> Anything else? Housekeeping? Housekeeping? Anybody? Okay. Then we will move on with the news. John. All right. My high-tech iPad. Paper. There you go. Uh, first news story. WestJet unveils Disney-themed magic plane. WestJet, WestJet Vacations, and the Walt Disney World Parks and Resorts unveil a custom-painted Boeing Next Generation 737-800 series aircraft featuring Mickey Mouse as Sorcerer Mickey. The plane had its inaugural flight on Tuesday, December 3rd, flying from Calgary to Orlando. After that, what WestJet has dubbed the quote-unquote magic plane will be on WestJet's domestic, trans-border, and international network, which includes 39 flights per week from various Canadian cities to Orlando. With the unveiling... The one Canadian in the room claps. (laughs) With the unveiling, WestJet released a a list of facts about the magic plane, including the fact that cookies served on board are in the shape of of Disney characters. The design includes, and that the design includes 36 different colors, and it took a team of 28 people 24 days working around the clock to paint the magic plane. Wow. The airline added this tease. The image on both sides of the aircraft are mirror images of each other, but they, quote, are identical in all aspects but one. 
WestJet said in a statement that it will let passengers figure out the difference. What messed up Canadian airport can you run around the back of the plane <laughs> <laughs> and look at both sides? All of them? Is that it? Because I know anywhere else you can't see both sides. What's the, what's the rationale be- behind, do you think, behind choosing WestJet for this? Because their one plane could be painted. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just would have thought, you know, for something like this, if Disney was going to do something like this, they would have done it in conjunction with a major airline. Delta or something like that. Yeah, I mean, so I just, I wonder what the rationale is. I mean, is WestJet predominantly a Canadian carrier? Yes. Oh, only a Canadian carrier? Well, there's the answer then. You know, they they want you people down here for some reason. So it was pity? What's that? It was pity. (laughs) (laughs) It <laughs> <laughs> felt bad for the Canadians I watched the time lapse of them painting this plane And it was, it was amazing I think I watched it like five times The detail that went into it It looks like a wrap mm-hmm. like, like They wrapped the entire thing But the detail they did to, to paint this thing It's, it's just amazing Excellent Alright, our next news story Universal Orlando worker Accused of stealing guest, cre- guest credit card numbers a Universal Orlando employee is being investigated for stealing the identity of several theme park guests. Investigators caught Lisa DiMarcito buying park tickets with credit card numbers of park guests and selling the park tickets to make a profit. When investigators went to her apartment, they found an eviction notice posted on her door. She's apparently not very good at it. And her landlord claims she owes them more than $2,000 in past rent. Her phone has been disconnected. Uh, Victims say they will be pressing charges. A statement from Universal Orlando reads, quote, We investigated this situation as soon as it was brought to our attention. We are taking this very seriously, and we are cooperating fully with the police. We value the trust our guests place in us, and we are working hard to maintain that trust. I don't blame I don't blame Universal, per se, for that. I mean, look, you have that many people working for you, something's going to happen. It's happened here, it's happened at Disney. Um, But, you know, it's just... More of the, uh, we, we hear about it all the time. I came back from uh, one of my cruises in the last few months, and I had a thing from American Express saying they had concerns that my, my information had been compromised. Now, every time I look at the card, I get a phone call from them. Um, but that's what we have to do now. I mean, that's just the nature of the beast, especially with the Internet. And, um, and you look at the economy where it is. People are, uh, people are doing things they shouldn't do uh, to try and make ends meet or try and make a buck. And it's sad, but this person, you know, I don't blame, like I said, I don't blame Universal, but... Um, it's the importance of checking your credit card statement, because what she was doing was she was charging your ticket as a guest, and then keeping your credit card number and buying more tickets, and then selling those extra tickets that she bought, so if people would check their credit card statements, then they would see they're being double charged. You know, I'm wondering if this is what happened to me, because I bought my, my annual pass at Universal, and a week later I got a call from my, the same credit card asking if I was buying something at Best Buy. And I was at Festival of the Masters. And I had to get a whole new card. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm. Never know. It was Lisa. It was Lisa. Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> now, this next story is interesting. All right. And our third... Oh, that's good, because the first two weren't... <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Give you a little bit of a raise if you turn off his mic. <laughs> Only a little bit of a raise. Still a little bit of a raise. It's still cheap, but just a little bit. <laughs> All right, our third and final news story. Couple to turn Disney's Chicago home into a museum. A California couple has purchased the house where Walt Disney was born on the city's northwest side, and they are making plans to turn it into a historical site and museum. 
A spokesman for new owners, Dina Benedun and Brent Young, says restoration is scheduled to begin, to begin next month. They hope it can be completed on December 5th, 2014, which would have been Disney's 113th birthday. Uh, the home is located in the city's Hermosa neighborhood and was designed by Disney's mother, Flora, and built by his father, Elias. Walt lived there until the family moved when he was four years old. And they are, uh, in order to turn this into a museum, they have started a Kickstarter project, uh, kickstarter.com, to raise money. Um, and uh, I think it's, uh, it's, it's really cool that you know somebody bought this with the idea of turning it into a museum. What do you think of the fact that it's someone not related to the Disney family? Do you find it a little bit... Well, I think, you know, if the, Disney fa- if the Disney family wanted to do it, they certainly have the money. Um, if they didn't do it, shame on them if they wanted it. But uh, I, think, I think in the hands of a true fan, I, I think that, that gives it a, a different, can give it a different perspective. And, uh, I th- and obviously, true fans here uh, just bought somebody's house, turned into a museum. So I think, uh, I think it's awesome. I'd love to see it. Oh, so I hope they do a good job. I hope they don't do something weird. You know, I mean, I hope it's not like creepy. I hope it's do murals of the castle like, on the inside or something. <laughs> I hope it's respectful. Is what I I'm hope. sure. Yeah. I'm sure it would be. I would hope. But yeah, there's a Kickstarter project. If you're interested in checking it out, Kickstarter.com. Uh, we'll find a link to it and put it in the show notes page. But I thought that was uh, that was pretty cool. I thought so. Kevin, did that meet with your approval? Was that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and next week, Kevin will be doing the news. Exactly. <laughs> no, we're not doing one next week, right? Well, it's our last show of the year. No, it's not. No, it's not. If we made this the last show of the year, we would be going a month without doing a show, and I don't want to go that long. But don't worry, we've got it all figured out. It's okay. But um, I'm a little tired. Oh, uh, <laughs> no, actually, just so everybody knows, what we're going to be doing uh, Tuesday, we'll be doing a live lead-in. We're going to be putting this show up Tuesday, but we're doing a live lead-in, doing a little something special uh, with a live lead-in on Tuesday. Um, the following week. Uh, John, Kevin, Dustin, and I will be out in California for our uh, backstage magic trip, and Teresa is going to be hosting the show. Yeah. <laughs> and all those, all those cookie recipes that were sent in, uh, we're going to be. I'll be eating them. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of little cats with these mics on them. <laughs> They do have leashes kitty. now and harnesses. Yeah. She could just attach the leash to the back of the chair so they can't no, move. Do not, yeah. do not. <laughs> Don't give her any ideas, please. <laughs> no, it'll be good. Respectful as John. <laughs> yeah, I'm not putting money on that. That's it for the news. All right. Thank you, John. We will move on to rapid fire, and I'm going to pick on Craig first. Oh, look, he's not ready. He wasn't ready for that. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I stole his. Yeah. Oh. Julie stole mine, but uh, I just read online that Disney acquired the rights to Indiana Jones, too, with the Lucas. So oh, did they really? Stuff with it. Yeah. Wow. wow. So I guess that means they're going to keep that attraction. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. that's all I got. So. Say it with excitement. Well, I just read That online. was excited for him. Did George Lucas have a garage sale? I just read online. <laughs> All right, thank you, Craig. Sean. Oh, wait, that's <laughs> musical mic. Wrap it around wow. his neck. All right, so uh, 
the new Magic Kingdom bus stops are now open. They built uh, two new sections. Um, so now it can accommodate either two buses or the uh, accordion buses. And I think the rumor is they're actually going to build a third section past um, the actual area. So it'll be closer to the contemporary. So, oh, okay. Yeah. It's very exciting news about buses. It is. <laughs> All right, thank you, Sean. Kathy. He made me feel better about my news stories. <laughs> <laughs> well, it feels weird talking about SeaWorld when we're here at Disney, but they're um, canceling or taking the uh, Shamu show down up until the beginning of April. I'm not buying do. the excuse. Yeah, I'm not either, but all the activities with the show and the, the Dine with Shamu show will be closed until the beginning of April. Um, you know, they're saying this is for maintenance. I don't think it is. I think this has something to do with uh, uh, the documentary. Blackfish mm-hmm. backlash. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think that some of the uh, pressure that they are under right now, some of the scrutiny that they're under, not just from, from guests, but from the government um, and from a lot of other sources uh, are leading to that. I don't know what's going to end up happening. I mean, there's no way they can get rid of. Right killer whales at SeaWorld. I just don't see it ever happening. In, in other news, since we'll take it back to Disney, I just wanted to make a plug for our website, because when we checked into our Disney resort yesterday, we checked into Caribbean Beach, and the cast member proceeded to tell me that they were going to be the first resort to go without the key card starting in January. And if she would have bothered to read our website, she would have found out that there's already four resorts that are doing that. So if you want to know the right information, come to the Diz and WDW Info. Talking about cast Oops. members with information, when we came through the security gate, there were like seven cars behind us, and the man said, are you here with the podcast? And John said yes, and he goes, explain to me what a podcast is. <laughs> okay, I think, I, guess I think we were the first ones in, and as we pulled through the gate, we said we had an event at the convention center. He goes, what's the event? I said, it's a podcast. We went straight ahead. We pulled through. I looked at Dustin, and I said, he doesn't know what a podcast is. <laughs> so apparently he was asking the people behind us <laughs> what, However, what a podcast the was. the seven people behind us, I'm sure were thrilled that John explained to him what a podcast was. <laughs> What'd you tell him, John? I can't tell you. <laughs> it's a place where rainbows and unicorns live. <laughs> right. All right, thank you very much, Kathy, Teresa. All right, if you're going to be in the Orlando area for the month of December... Um, some of the local theaters are putting on some holiday programs. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the musical, is playing now through December 29th at Orlando Rep Theater. It's a Wonderful Life, a live radio play. is playing through the month at Orlando Shakespeare Theater. A Christmas Story is through the 15th at the Athens Theater. And the where, did you get your, where did you get your under fire in the 1920s? I did. <laughs> it's all retro. I love retro. That's right. yeah, cool. Okay, the Nutcracker is playing for the 19th to the 22nd um, at the Bob Carr, and this is from the Orlando Ballet and Orlando Philharmonic Orchestra. Fun. Okay. It is exciting. Ah. Huh? Julie. Okay, mine, um, it's all about the seasonal drinks and food at Epcot and the World Showcase. So at Promenade Refreshment, they're going to have savory seasonal waffles, a turkey waffle and a sweet potato casserole waffle. They're going to have hot holiday um, twinings teas, chai, pumpkin spice chai, Christmas, and pure mint tea with chocolate. That sounds awesome. They're going to have flavored hot chocolates as well, toasted marshmallow, hazelnut, traditional, and spiced cider with frangelico liquor. Liqueur, excuse me. Liver? (laughs) What? He said something about liver. Liqueur. Liqueur. Liqueur, okay. (laughs) In Canada, at the popcorn cart, they're going to sell pecan maple bark, 
in the UK at the beer cart, they'll have hot Applejack cider. Mm. And then in France, um, at the patisserie, they'll have um, a chocolate Christmas log. No Ooh. idea. Let's and go. Chocolate log. <laughs> good. Um, I, I, really, I don't speak French. So at the artisan ice cream place, <laughs> right? <laughs> Gingerbread ice cream. Um, and also a croque glace. I don't know what that is. Ice cream, ice cream sandwich. sandwich. Oh, it's a brioche roll served with chocolate or raspberry sauce. It's hot. Pre- it's hot pressed too. So that, but the ice cream doesn't melt. How is that possible? <laughs> These people are geniuses. Um, <laughs> in Japan, at the Kabuki Cafe, they're having teriyaki chicken. I don't understand how that's Christmassy. <laughs> and wasn't it always there? And then at American Adventure, <laughs> gingerbread men, chocolate chunk cookies, sugar cookies, hot chocolate, apple cider, peppermint bark, my personal favorite, sparkling wine, um, cocoa candy cane, which is a hot, which is hot chocolate with peppermint schnapps mm, topped with whipped cream. Oh, that sounds good. And then in Italy, they'll have hot chocolate with um, espresso liqueur. And then in Germany, at Summerfest, hot spiced wine and holiday fruitcake. And then at the Christ Kindle Market. <laughs> I guess that's right. Werther's Original Caramel Mocha Iced Coffee. That sounds incredible. And also Werther's Original Hot Salted Caramel Drink. And then in China, they're going to have um, a Happy Face Fried Cake at the Joy of Tea. Aww. And in Norway, they'll have their traditional <laughs> rice cream. <laughs> Can I move my seat? And in Mexico, they're going to have sweet tamales at um, La Cantina de San Angel. All right. Thank you, Julie. Corey. Uh, I had the Atlanta Braves spring training at ESPN Wild World of Sports. They've been doing this since 1997. They play about 16 to 18 games annually through late February through, um, through the end of March. And they host other teams like the New York Yankees, Boston Red Sox, and the Philadelphia Phillies. One thing I didn't know, that each game features live music and Disney characters. So kids will have an opportunity after the game to do on-field uh, experiences like running the bases and also... Uh, have an opportunity to meet the players or the team. Uh, tickets range from $12 all the way up to 117 depending on the package or the plan you get. And most of the games coming up are about 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So if you're into baseball or you want to see your team while you're here, check it out. Awesome. Thank you, Corey. Kevin. Uh, if you're into Vinyl Nations, the Orlando Magic is releasing two. One is named Stuff. <laughs> Is named what? That's their mascot, Stuff. right? Stuff. Yes. Stuff. It's apparently the mascot. Oh, wait, wait, you mean the, like, the arena didn't bring in all this tourism, so now they've got to get oh. into bed with Disney on Vinyl Nations? <laughs> right. Okay. They're also releasing a regular Orlando Magic Vinyl Nation. These are only available, from what I understand, at the stadium. It's like or bringing you to the stadium that was together, supposed to bring so many people in. At the Orlando Magic stop, shop. And they're going to be there through the, uh, through the 19th. That's still not going to get me to go to a Magic game. Right. Oh, Katie, can we go down and get some? <laughs> to the 19th of December? <laughs> yes. The pictures are kind of cute. Okay. I have something else I want to talk about. This was really pointless. <laughs> uh, I understand. I got an email from a gentleman. His name is Joe. He's here in the audience today. And he tells me that... Have any of you been to the Candlelight Processional lately? Yes. Have you noticed that they've taken part of it out? Yes. Are you all okay with that? Yes. What part? What did they take out? Aww. Right. That was the always, best part. I was just going to say, in my opinion, that was always the best part. That yeah. was like the most moving part. It brought it forward. Why You're all okay that? that they took that out? No. no. 
Okay, you've changed. <laughs> Make up your mind. You know, it's... I, I, I'm sorry. This is Joe right over here. He's the gentleman who alerted me to this. I had, haven't seen it yet this I year. I haven't seen it. Uh, I haven't seen it yet either, and I just... Kevin, Kevin just told me about it before, before the show, so I, I don't want to go into any specifics because I haven't seen it with my own eyes yet, but... Um, you know, I've talked about this in the show before, and I walk a really fine line with it because, uh, you know, I, I understand and respect that not everyone celebrates Christmas. Um, but I do. And a lot of other people do, too. And I don't see why having that as part of the candlelight processional is so offensive. It's the story of the birth of Christ. If you find that story offensive... Don't go to the candlelight processional. Duh. <laughs> it, is so, it is so beautifully done, so artfully done, that to take any of it out over pressure, because we have to eliminate the existence of Christmas in our culture, because it offends some people, a small group of people, in this country, and it is, make no mistake, a small group of people. It's the tail wagging the dog. I don't want, I'm not going to try and take anything away from anybody who doesn't celebrate Christmas or who celebrates Christmas as a secular holiday or if you uh, celebrate uh, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. I don't want to take anything away from you. I don't want you to change anything about how you celebrate your holiday in your life. But my God, don't take it away from me either. Um, this is what I grew up with. That's the Christmas I grew up with. That's the Christmas I choose to celebrate as an adult. And like I said, if you don't want that, if you don't believe in that message or you don't want to hear that message or you find that message offensive, I respect your right to feel that way. But you know what? Then don't go where the message is being delivered. It's just that simple to me. I don't know why this is always an issue, why this always comes up, but I got to tell you, as I get older... It ticks me off more and more and more. Well, I and think it's also the most moving part of the it show. Is. It is. It is absolutely. That brings the whole story home for you. That you think about, you know, this is this has been the driving force of humanity for quite a while, and I, I'm, I'm surprised that that's the part someone found mm. objectionable. Mm. I mean, it's also factual. I mean, whether you agree with it or not, whether you believe Christ was the Son of God or not, this this person has had more of an impact on the history of the modern world than any other human being. And it is the foundation of so much of culture uh, over the course of the last 2,000 years. And that's just a fact. That's not speculation. That's not religious belief. That's just a fact. I mean, that story, that story has permeated culture around the world for 2,000 years. And it is. It is the most poignant part of the candlelight processional, and uh, I'm really sad. I'm really sad ask for to hear a call that. to action. Follow Joe's lead. Let the people at guest services know you're dissatisfied with this. Write a letter. Stop in and see them. I think this is. It's kind of silly that they've removed this after all these years. It's part of the history of that show. But thank you, Joe, for bringing this to my attention. I didn't even know about it yet. Mm. But stop at guest services and tell them you disagree. Great. Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate that. And finally, John. Before I get to mine, I have to say, I'm a little embarrassed because the last time we went to Candlelight Processional and I got to that part about he never lived 20 miles, never did 20 miles from his home and stuff, and they got to the point where they said he never held an office. I thought they said they ne- he never had an office. He did. Jim Caviezel <laughs> said he never had an office. And I turned to Kevin and I said, he never had a printer. 
Sean got the inappropriate giggles. And as the show went on, he said to me, so he never had post-it notes? Stop. Stop. Never had an office. Never had a stapler? (laughs) Not even a swing line. All right. That's where my mind goes. All right. So my rapid fire is actually, I'm going to turn it over so you can't even say it. I have a surprise for everybody. Even Pete doesn't know about this no, surprise. No, I don't. I refuse to give him my rapid fire ahead of time. We are working diligently on Podcast Cruise 5.0, and we are trying to do things as far ahead of time as we can because we want people to book this cruise as quickly as they can because we're not holding group space. So um, we, we the, the cruise is going to go up in price as it fills up, and it's going to get more expensive. So if you have not booked Podcast Cruise 5.0 after hearing this, Please do so, because I think the price is going to go up. You're, you're going to have to wait till Tracy gets over the fact that they painted a plane in Canada. Right. <laughs> but we, you have to talk to her. We have a verbal commitment from Jody Benson's camp uh. that she will be performing. If you do not know, Jody Benson is the voice of Ariel. She joined us on a previous podcast crew. And ask anybody who was on that sailing how absolutely blown away they were with that, with that performance. <laughs> and wait... Right, and wait, wait for it. It turns out that Ariel is friends with some other princesses. No. And we believe, this is not confirmed yet, and we believe we might have at least one other princess joining us. Paige O'Hara. Oh, my God. <laughs> Belle. Holy crap. Wow. Yep. You're making this up. Possibly one more. <laughs> I am not making it up. Jody has committed verbally to it. We're going to get out of the contract next week, and we're going to get them signed. But she is friends with Paige, and she's also friends with Susan Egan. Oh, no, stop it. Wow. Those are not confirmed, but that's like my next step. Party. We're going to have a princess party. <laughs> I just want you to know, Leah Salong is really expensive. So. Yeah, she is. She's not coming. She <laughs> no, that, if, if it was Leah, you would, I'd be on the floor. If it was, I mean, this is awesome, though. I mean, You knew about Jody, but I said we're working on the other two princesses. Uh, that's, oh. that's awesome. That's, that's cool. awesome. About it. So book now. I'm telling you. A small deposit will hold it. You can always cancel. We will send you reminders that if you can't afford it... Plans change. You can cancel as it gets closer, but book now. Get back to work, Tracy. It's November 30th. It's November 30th of next year, seven nights. Yeah. November 30th to December 6th. Of course, we are celebrating my 50th birthday That's on right. that cruise. We are. So, with princesses. With princesses. <laughs> a princesses and a queen. What more could there you, you want? Go. <laughs> that was coming. <laughs> great. Great news, John. Thanks. You're very welcome. All right. That will do it for Rapid Fire. And this is the part of our year-end show where we talk about our favorite things, and we get to give away our favorite things to people. And we have some really, some really cool ones, I think, uh, this year. And uh, we are going to start with Dustin. Okay, I'm going first? Yes. Okay. So Before you go, Dustin, are we okay. going to do the raffle as we announce them, or are we going to announce them and then We'll do announce them and then do the raffle. Okay. So Kathleen would know how to handle those tickets back there. Okay. Sorry about that. Go ahead. That's okay. Uh, my favorite thing is something I've been wanting to do a lot lately, but I only recently discovered it uh, alongside with uh, Pete. We got uh, kind of 
wrapped up, almost addicted to Ancestry.com. I don't know if anybody's oh, ever that. done this. Um, it, it's absolutely wild. Now, I, I don't know anything about my family uh, past my great-grandparents. So, And I think a lot of people, it's a similar case, you know, unless those stories have really been passed down to you. Um, like a real family tradition like that, which it wasn't uh, for me. I just knew a few clues here and there that, you know, I'm mostly Irish and English. Um, but ended up finding out some really cool things, if it's accurate. Now, when you when you go in there, um, you're, you're doing searches on your grandparents. You're your doing a lot of detective work, yeah. Yeah, a lot of detective work, a lot of going through, you know, death certificates, war records, uh, pension file records, and all this stuff. Um, and you're basically putting a puzzle together. But I've got, you know, I've got a pretty good uh, idea. And, you know, I'm pretty positive. Uh, I'd say between 85% and 90% sure that I'm on the right track with my uh, West family heritage, which goes all the way back to uh, Jamestown, Virginia. Uh, and supposedly one of my great-great-great-great-great-grandfathers was one of the original colonial governors of Virginia, John West. So you find some really cool stuff, especially... Uh, uh, for someone like me whose family has stayed in the States uh, for so long. So you get well, no- what was interesting was that um, your family never moved much more than 50 miles from where you were brought up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I think if he goes back further, he might find out that, you know, Jesus West was the I real man. I knew for a fact Justin has a state <laughs> That was funny. Yeah. I need a break. I'm thinking like Teresa now. But, now yeah, I, I, had, I had started I had started dabbling around with this and then turned Dustin onto it. Yeah. And I found some, some very interesting things, some very interesting, interesting things, too. Um, the furthest I have been able to go back so far, uh, you know, my family lineage isn't quite as clear as his is, um, but I've been able to go back to about 1787. It's the furthest I've been able to get back, and that's on my dad's side, the Werner's side. And uh, it turns out that my great, great, great grandfather was, I'm not kidding you, Shalom Shalom Werner. Yeah. Wow. And it turns out in my lineage, uh, back, back, that far, my family was Jewish. And I ne- we never knew that. We'd never, you know, that had never been discussed. I mean, people, you know, had asked. And I said, no, you know, mostly it's Italian. I mean, that's what we know is mom's side of the family is the Italian and Irish side of the family, dad's, is the, is the German side. And we didn't know much about dad's family, but we actually have, I'm finding the records. And it's really cool because as you're going through this, I'm looking at, I'm looking at a Civil War record for one of my great-grandparents. Um, I found Civil War records for some of my great-granduncles and uh, found a World War I war record for my, uh, my grandfather. Um, I found uh, my, my, my father's World War II record. Um, Dustin was finding records of his family in the Revolutionary War. Actually, your, uh, one of your ancestors was colonel of the colonial militia in Virginia. Right, right. Um, and it's fascinating what you find. And what they've done is they have digitized millions and millions and millions and millions of records and it what comes up it's really it, it does take some detective work it can be a little frustrating it's a little frustrating right now doing back, going back on my mom's side because the, the you know that's where they came over from Italy and the records out of Ellis Island aren't exactly great um, so it's hard to hard to piece that together but it's been it's also very addicting once you get into it it's really really addicting but something else which I'm about to do uh, I haven't done it yet I got the kit yesterday um, they have a DNA kit 
where you basically take a swab on the inside of your cheek and send it to them. And what they do is they genetically profile where in the world your ancestors are from. Oh, Lord. Um, and it's based, on, it's based on millions of DNA records. Um, and so I want to find out. I want to see, you know, if I find out that there are markers there, because uh, Shalom Shalom came from Czechoslovakia, apparently, or that area, <laughs> whatever it was in the 1700s. <laughs> I've seen hand, hand to God. That's the guy's name. I thought he was a and, ranter. You think he did some rants? I bet he did. I'm sure he did in Hebrew. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, it, it's really, really cool. It's really cool. So, so you're going to do that thing and scrape it and do your DNA? Yeah. And you wouldn't put your finger on the reader at Epcot? <laughs> 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 That's exactly what I was thinking. It's a little different. It's a little different. Um, so, Dustin, you're going to ser- research somebody's family for him, or what? No, no, no. <laughs> no we're going to give away. We're going to give away a subscription to Ancestry.com and the DNA kit if you're interested. Oh my God. So you can cool. do some awesome. uh, research on your family history. That's very cool. That's cool. My Does Mari Povich yeah. come and announce the results? Yeah, really. Yeah, really. No, you are Phoebe not comes to your house. Really. <laughs> My dad is really into this, too. And over Thanksgiving, I sat down with him at his computer, and he was showing me some of the old records that he's found. And he's found cousins, like, all over the country who have also been doing this. Mm-hmm. And they send stuff back and forth to each other. And, like, you know, we're, he's sitting down telling me about, you know, my great-greats. And, like, he found out that we're actually Irish, too. He had no idea on his side that they were Irish. So See, this is It cool. is very exciting. Years ago, um, when I lived in Atlanta, we, my sister and I would go to the census office and go through old census reports and trying to find... Um, Family, yeah, yeah. You also (laughs) find out that you have crazy people in your family, so be warned. (laughs) (laughs) It's cool. It's awesome. It is cool. Cool. All right, thank you, Dustin. Craig, what is your favorite thing this year? Besides me. Well, my favorite things (laughs) are no, not you. Um, Wow, definitely not you. Feeling the love. I was never that rough. (laughs) I know you were. (laughs) Uh, My favorite things are. My MacBook Pro, and... No, we're not giving away a MacBook Pro. The Canon Vixia camera that you you let me use for all the videos that I do, and the trips you've sent me to Disneyland. Um, But I I know... We're not giving away any of those things. (laughs) Um, But because I couldn't decide with anything, I just chose, uh, like, the 500 iPhone cases that I've got from Disney this year. Um... Yeah, there's a lot. I collect them basically everywhere I go. I think I have maybe 10 or 11 now that I bought just in wow. the past year, uh, and I barely use them. So that's that's an issue, but... Um, <laughs> I don't understand no, I'm not what you're talking away. about. I know. Do you understand just what you're talking about? Just go with All it. Right. I'm trying to pay attention. He's re-gifting. Uh, I no. think that's what he is. <laughs> no. I, I think, is this uh, one of those stories he's so proud of? It is. No, it's I think a storyteller. Maybe gift cards, so you can either go and buy cases with it or just buy something else you like at Disney World. So a $200 gift card to Disney. Why not? Yeah. I'm just relieved I don't have to give away an iMac. Yeah, really? (laughs) Giving away a MacBook Pro. Thank you, Craig. Sean? My favorite thing does not involve a cheek swab. So that's... Um, I've talked about it a lot this past year, but I'm obsessed with the Hipster Mickey um, artwork that is uh, done by artist Jared Maruyama. So, uh, and I've just found out that they started selling it in uh, D Street in downtown Disney here. So that's really exciting news. So, so cute. Um, 
I got some in Disneyland when I went in March, and I have yet to meet him, so I'm really excited to eventually go to one of his signings. But I thought for my favorite thing, it would be cool to give away a couple of the prints of the hipster Mickey design. So Awesome. Very cool. He's cool. <laughs> Kathy. Well, I was going to pick the Keurig, but then I didn't want to be accused of always having the same favorite thing. So I decided to break out of the box this year. And my favorite thing uh, is the hydro flasks. Our life has been changed in our house by hydro flasks. That we don't use plastic bottles anymore. What was your life like before? <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? Not very exciting. But we bought the, the big 64-ounce wide mouth. Yes, the growler. What um, color? We have the silver one. Oh, and I'm, like, waiting for it to get cold so I can, like, take soup or something somewhere. I haven't been able to use it as, a, like, a hot thing. <laughs> but they came out with new Hold lids. Hold on. You're waiting for it to get cold so you can put soup in it? <laughs> She's going to be waiting yeah, so you can have hot time. soup in your... But why would you have the thing cold if you could put in hot soup? No, no, no. Cold weather. Oh, oh, cold weather. I thought she was, yes. like, waiting no. for the hydro flask no, to get no, cold no, so you no, can no. put soup in it. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's a funny it's house you got. <laughs> I got that one. Okay, thank you. But anyway, I thought, um, you know, we could donate or, you know, you could win two hydro flasks and a gift card. You know, you could then buy yourself a Keurig and... Buy <laughs> <laughs> some soup. Or some yes, soup. buy some soup. <laughs> 200 cans of soup. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> a year's supply of rice a row. It's like, make a deal. <laughs> yeah, it's like, let's make a deal. All right, thank you, Kathy. Teresa. Okay, what I wanted to give away. Oh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm no? sorry, it's not you. It's not you. Julie. Oh, yay. Sorry. Oh, my okay, God. fun. Oh, my he favorite thing. He rapid fire blocked you. I did. Are the Wine Country gift baskets. Um, it's a website. Some of you may or may not have heard of them. Corey and I just stumbled upon them, all the magazines that get sent to our house. Um, we usually <laughs> send them to our family in Louisiana. Um, each family gets something. Uh, my family doesn't drink, so I usually send, like, the ones that just have food. And usually we send godparents with wine and other things like that. So I was thinking we should send the biggest basket they have, which is like $200 (laughs) to whoever wins. And I promise you, you will be happy. And if you don't drink, we'll pick the one that doesn't have alcohol. So more food and goodies. It's really fun. Awesome. Thank you very much. They have a Starbucks-themed one. They have like a spa-themed one. And like every winery you can almost think of. I bet they have a chocolate. Oh, yes, honey. Yeah. Great. Thank you, Julie. Now, Teresa. Okay. What I wanted to do, I couldn't do because it was too expensive. I found online. It was a massive cat couch. It was huge. It was like a giant. I'm not kidding. It was like a giant cat laying there, and you got to sit on the cat. It was just really cool. Did you see it? Did you look yes. at the link? No, but I'm trying not to make those Isn't it jokes. Amazing? It was so creepy. Creepy is the right word. <laughs> okay, so I It's probably do that. stuffed with dead cats. So, so I couldn't do that. So my next favorite thing was a little keyboard for my iPad, um, and it's a Zag keyboard, and it lights. It's, got, it's backlit, so you can see the keys when you're laying in bed playing games in the dark. And... Um, but it's really cool. It really has turned my iPad into like a little laptop, and it makes it so much easier. Don't you? You don't have one yet, do you? Are you going to get one? Kevin just got us 
those. I haven't yeah. played, played with it yet. Oh, yeah. It looks awesome. really great. It's awesome. However, they also come for the mini. Yeah, we have one for the mini. Yeah. We have the ones for the mini. Yeah, and it's a case, too, mini, so it folds just, up. The keyboard's so small on yeah. the ones for the mini. If well, you want the one for the mini, Best Buy, they're $99 for the backlit keys. Best Buy has them, even on their website, at $79 each. When I went to that NASA event, the guy next to me was on his iPad, and he was just whizzing away like he was I mean, sitting like, at his computer. Well, Walter yeah. uses one of those religiously. Yeah, well, he's the I, one that told me about it. Yeah, yeah. I bought that for him uh, a couple of years yeah. ago. And I mean, it's so easy to do emails or, you know. And just, just make sure you get the one with the lighted keyboard, because they do have the model that don't. Yeah. So. And the red one's the one I got. It's really cute. It's pretty. But it comes in other colors. You That's love red, Teresa. You gave her a red camera mm. one year. I do love red. And that, red that keyboard doubles as a case. The iPad mm-hmm. folds down. Um, onto the keyboard, and then it's a hard, it's a hardback case. So, and it holds a charge forever. I think I charge mine like twice a month. No, yeah. So it's really cool. We don't have a picture of the cat couch. No, that was the cool no. thing. Though. Sean's like, no, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> you looked at it though, didn't you? It was adorable. It was huge. It's on my Facebook page. If you want. I wonder if, if it comes with cat hairs already on the I cat don't know, couch. But it's awesome. Well, like I said, there are dead cats inside of it. So <laughs> they skin the my cats first, and then put the hair on the couch. Yeah. You have a big room for their big giant sofa. Okay. It would fit in my, my living room. It would fit in your living room. But it, no. <laughs> but no. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Teresa. Corey. Um, my favorite thing for the year has been Google Glass. Um, no. Also not going to happen. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Look, I, I would love to give these away, but um, it's impossible right now. But uh, the reason I do love these is that um, it's not, uh, you know, it, I love technology, but and this does a lot. This does a lot of um, what smartphones uh, do. It's not there yet, but it's coming out. They're also sending an updated version of this that's going to fit uh, sp- prescription lenses. And also there's an earpiece where you can hear better. That's some of the things that um, were bad about it. One useful tool I use is that Ferris hates his photo being taken. Whether I pull out my camera, I think I ruined him as an infant. When we say hate, we don't mean like just like no photos. We mean like demonic screaming, like fall on the floor, throw a fit. (laughs) Even if it's my camera or a phone. With this, he never knows. He never knows when I'm taking a photo. I can just, you know, hey, Ferris, I look at, takes a photo. And I get some great shots with that. And also with video, uh, taking it from my perspective, I picked him up from school one day and I recorded the whole experience. So there's a lot, there's a lot that um, it does, and I, I, use it, I use it a lot, and it's going to improve. I, I cons- it takes some getting used to, not so much for the person wearing it, but for people that see you with it on. You know, I was in um, Julie's town, little country town, oh God. Uh, this, this past <laughs> Julie's week. Julie's town. Yeah, it's a country <laughs> They have electricity, day. right? <laughs> well, I, I was in country. Walmart doing some last-minute Thanksgiving shopping, and one of the guys comes up to me. He's like, where'd you get that flashlight? <laughs> uh, I just I said Google. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't even going to go into it, but so you know, like I said, I would love to give these away. These are going to be coming out for sale in the um, in the spring. So, a two hundred dollar American Express gift card. You can use it to put it towards the purchase of this when it comes out. Have no idea how much it's going to cost. I'm assuming about the price of an iPad. It's all. Guesswork, or you can take the American Express gift card and go spend it at Epcot right now. So. <laughs> All right, great. Thank so you. Cool. Thank you, Corey. Yeah. Kevin. I wanted to give a Louis Vuitton bag away, but John's not said giving no. away a Louis Vuitton bag. John said no. No. Kevin's trying to convince me that Louis Vuitton bags will either keep or go up in value. 
So what we've done is planning for our retirement. We have Louis Vuitton bags. <laughs> we have old Beanie Babies. And we have Disney pens. Or as I like to call it, it's our 401 gay. <laughs> Did you make that up yourself? How I long did. have you been sitting on that? <laughs> At least since the car. I know. At least since the car. I know it's been since we left the house this morning, so I don't know where it went before that. My favorite thing is really inexpensive this year. I have... Uh, I have trouble seeing, and my eyes do not adjust from dark to light or from light to dark very quickly. So I'm constantly, when we travel, I leave a nightlight on, and John complains for the entire time we're going, do you need that light on tonight? Like, we're on the cruise ship, there was a miracle, and all of a sudden I can see fine. (laughs) So I was, um, I actually got mine in Staples, but they're made by Brookstone, and they're called Tipsy Lights. And I have one sitting home on my desk that was going to come today, so I had an audiovisual to show you, but nope, left it home. And they're about uh, two and a half inches high. They're made of, uh, what are they called? They're made of airline-grade aluminum. They're heavy little suckers. And you can either shake it or tap it on the table, and it is a diffused light. There's five LED lights under the plastic dome. And I think they're kind of cool. I've got one next to my bed, and I've got one in my travel bag. I just think they're awesome. Uh, They come in uh, seven colors, and I think they're great. Great stocking stuffers. They come from Brookstone. Look up Tipsy Light. But because of their price, I've been told I can give away ten. Heck yeah. Awesome. Before John tells the joke, he says to me, so you're not going to wake me up with the light, but you're going to wake me up banging this on the nightstand? <laughs> you can do it against the palm of your hand. And there's John, no I'm going to get you some earplugs for Christmas. <laughs> I need them. And uh, those eye sheets with like, the eyes on the outside. Kelvin wears those. Oh, did I say that? Kelvin wears those. He does, doesn't he, Stella? It's, 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 it's like that bunny eyelashes on it. It was Stella, hers that he took. Stella, it. the podcast is going to set up your therapy fund today. <laughs> he sleeps during the day, though, so you know right. he's a vampire. Okay, I'm done. My favorite thing this year has been the artwork of Disney artist Dave Evanzino. Um, I um, really fell in love with his work last year uh, at the Fantasyland uh, preview that we got to go to the new Fantasyland preview, and I saw the, uh, it was a 3D uh, paper uh, shadow box, basically, of new Fantasylands. Absolutely gorgeous. Um, Unfortunately, they're very limited and way beyond the budget of what we're allowed to give away for this. But uh, we also got a chance to interview Dave Avanzino in March when we were out in Disneyland. And if you're not a fan of his work uh, before that, Spent five minutes with this guy, and you realize what an amazing artist he is. I've picked up so many of his pieces this year because I just love them. So much goes into them, um, and he does so many, uh, so many really awesome uh, pieces. He does a lot of charity work. Uh, uh, he's a just incredible uh, artist. Uh, what I'm giving away is one of my favorites. When you wish upon a star, it's a shadow box. You got Jiminy Cricket in it, and he uses all these different types of uh, materials to make the letters uh, to really give it uh, that 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 Disney feel. 
Uh, it's, it's amazing. His work is amazing. If you're not familiar with it, go back and watch the interview we did. I think we put that up in April. I think that went up in the, one of our April shows uh, with Dave Avanzino. And uh, please look up his stuff online. He was just at the Festival of the Masters. We were trying to coordinate getting him on the show, but his schedule didn't work out for that. Um, but he's an amazing guy, an amazing artist. I absolutely love his work. I'm a huge, huge fan of Dave Avanzino. So I'm going to be giving away that shadow box today. So, well, I'm giving it away. You'll get it in a few weeks. We just ordered it. So, <laughs> Did, it doesn't he out. also do custom stuff? If you he give will, if you give him a name, if you give him a name, he'll do your name um, in one of these. Uh, he does. He, he will do custom work. Yes. Um, it's just That's he's great, he's yeah. amazing, and he's the nicest nicest man you'd ever want to meet. When you hear him talk about how he gets his inspiration and. What uh, what he enjoys working on and some of the things he's had a chance to do with Disney. He's fascinating, fascinating guy, great artist. So, Dave Avanzino, my favorite thing of cool. 2013. Very cool. So, yeah. Um, and finally, we save the big prize for last. John. Hmm. Oh shoot! And I have to perform. <laughs> um, I had a bit of a revelation this year, a personal revelation. Heard us talk on the podcast many times. Kevin and I have not been in Walt Disney World in a year. I think last night was the first time we've stepped in a theme park, right, Pete? Right, Kevin? In over a year? Wow. No, we went to Food and Wine. Oh, that doesn't count. <laughs> we were Food and Wine for twenty minutes before I got hot and sweaty and decided to go home. And so it got me thinking about, you know, this is my career. This is something that I thought about. And I, you know, this is something I do all the time and I think about and I work on all the time. And I thought, you know, does this affect me and what I can do and how I can do my job? You know, I mean, this is, we focus on Disney and specifically Disney World. And I came to the revelation that I don't necessarily have to go to Disney to enjoy sending people to Disney. So my favorite thing that I'll be giving away is a six-night, seven-day Magic Your Way package plus deluxe dining at a deluxe resort resort at Walt Disney World for 2014. No slide? (laughs) Yay! I'm very excited to give this prize away. Um, Does not include your air or ground transportation. And it must be completed by December 31st, 2014. But, but yeah, it's a seven-day, six-night magic your way at a deluxe, deluxe resort. With deluxe dining. That's a pretty cool, pretty cool gift. So if you use all of the deluxe dining, you too will not step in a theme park. You will be eating <laughs> the entire time. Yeah, especially the deluxe dining plan, sure. Boy, I hope I win. Really? <laughs> yeah, me too. I didn't get a ticket. Employees and their families. I'm sorry. <laughs> now, as I said, uh, this is the last show of the year for John, Kevin, Dustin, and I. But uh, we will have a show up December 17th, hosted by Teresa. So that is going to do it for this episode of the Diz Unplugged. We hope you enjoyed the show. We hope you enjoyed the party. Thanks so much for coming out and supporting us. And have a great one. We'll see you next time on the next episode of the Diz Unplugged. And remember, everybody, stay out of the damn lakes. Have a good one. Merry Christmas.